Terribly timed to choke. Don't What's going on, man up nation? It is your host, Jake the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And as always, not always, but as about a quarter of the time, I, I am <laughs> it has been joined waiting. by one of my favorite two co hosts, Wesley the Pitbull Dunham. What's up, dog? I was going to try to growl like a pit bull, but I can't. That was <laughs> an awful growl. <laughs> that was the worst growl. Oh, <laughs> that's a little better. You need some DMX lessons. Oh, yeah. That fool could growl. On key. On key. Every time. Every time. That fool could growl. I wonder how you – the way I have to do it, I have to get like a, a buildup of like mucus back here. Mm, yeah, mucus growl. Oh. Really? Is that how you do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's more like back here in my the mm. top of my throat. Well, like Mo, who's got the better growl, me or Wes? I don't swallow my <laughs> I don't swallow my growl now. <laughs> All right, hold on. Build your mucus back up while I do mine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Couldn't even get it back in there. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Um. So yeah, man, we uh we're up in here. It's time for the Mana Podcast. Um, That's what I'm talking about. I pretty much decided that I'm gonna base my new persona. It's like a mixture of a cowboy and John Ralphio from Parks and Recreation, and uh, it's gonna be the douchiest persona ever. But I like it. I'm wearing sunglasses inside, cowboy hat. I sing. In every sentence, just like this. On all different keys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't sing anyway. You, does that mean you're just going to sing them, or sometimes you can throw a rap in there? But I, well, you know what? I'm just going to play it by ear. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just about. going to play it by ear. I just think that – I think the variety is the spice of life, man. I think it's spice oh, yeah. of You know, I used to be really into singing at one time when I was a kid. My mom was a singer, mm-hmm. and she sang at church. And my dad pastored a church when I was a kid for a little while called – Deliverance Family Worship Center. It's kind of an odd name, really, but uh, in hindsight. But we had this Christmas program this year. I actually have a video of this on my phone, uh, of, this, of me singing Go Tell It on the Mountain. Hold on, let me see if I can find it while I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> Christmas program. So, I mean, I was in it to win it, dog. I was in it to win it 100%. I went and I did all the practices. And you know how when you do Christmas programs, all the kids, they kind of just kind of barely half sing? Mm-hmm. I, and then you might have that one kid that's like Just singing for real. Out, yeah. I was the kid that was singing for real, dog. I'm talking about ripping like, fist, and that's what I'm talking that's about. That's it. You got to go 100. I was 100 in, and then I went and watched the program afterwards, and you, realized <laughs> that I could not sing, <laughs> and it was the most embarrassing. Thing ever, just I was more just off key and everything. I just couldn't sing. Yeah, I just I was off key. My 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 nuts were dropping. I think like I think there there might have been like a variety of things that were going on. As long as you gave one hundred and ten percent, I did give one hundred and ten percent. And you know that's how I think of it now. But at the time, I didn't think of it like that. I was like, man, I just got up there and made a fool out of myself. And, and I had to do uh, Christmas programs when I was young. Like I always I always try to do a part where it wasn't singing. Like I remember one time I was a news reporter. 
Oh, man, yeah. Okay, I think I was a shepherd. Like, I was doing, like, an old school. I was kicking the old school type yeah. program. Um, hang on. I got it right here, I promise. I promise it's on my phone. I don't know where it's at on my phone. How old were you? I was probably 10 or 11. I was young, man. Um, but I was singing Go Tell It on the Mountain. And it was if I can solo, find it was this, a solo? Video, this was a solo, yeah. <laughs> well, it's on my phone. I don't have it anywhere but on my phone. Oh, yeah, I was just going to pull it up next to the mic. But if that doesn't give good audio, I will. I'll do that. I may have lost it, actually. I don't see it anywhere. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. Did you sing in any more Christmas? No, I've never sang up until just now on the on here. Is the first time I've sang in front of people since. Because hmm. uh, I made a I made a I made a swear. I was like, I'm never, ever singing in front of anyone again for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I and and I'm pretty much up until today. You know, you've never done like karaoke? Nope, I've never done karaoke. Dude, that's one of my favorite things to see is when somebody does karaoke and they they give it 110, percent but they're just not good. I mean, that's most people doing oh, karaoke. That's I so think that's funny, just dude. karaoke. Some people are okay at it. Some people are. are I've only but done like it the twice. majority of people. Because I know I'm good? not a good singer, so I've only done it twice. I know. You seem like you had a pretty good voice. I can't find it. I may, it may have got deleted. I just updated my phone. May have got deleted in the and thing. Well, all it was, was, it, was a, it was a VHS tape, mm. and I recorded. Actually, I didn't. Oh, here it is right here. Boom, found it. Can you hear it? <laughs> Y'all hear it? Well, I was getting it. Hold on. Listen to this high note. Watch, watch. I was like, watching my mouth too, boy. Watch this. I don't know if y'all can see this on the camera. But like. Bro, I was getting it done. <laughs> I was trying to hit that high note, boy. Um, and I like I did it. You had it. the get up and everything. Oh yeah, I was dressed up like a. I was dressed up like a like a shepherd, <laughs> I believe. And that was. It wasn't my last program that I did, but it was the last time I sung on a on a, in a microphone until I, today. Probably. I didn't like getting up in front of people when I was younger, so I didn't want to sing. See, I loved it. I did. Uh, my parents put me in a lot of like speech. Like how to like public speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I did I did speech therapy first because I couldn't say R's until I was I hit, until I hit puberty. Um, and when your last name is Reeves, that's yeah. a bad look. Yeah, you know it's a bad look. And then, um, but my mom put me in public speaking and like debate classes, and um, I liked getting in front of people and talking. Actually, I, I I got in front of a church one time and recited an entire chapter of the Bible. Um, I, I used to get, a, I, I used to preach. I can get in front of people and talk, but like, um, performing, performing, but like, you know, talking and teaching and stuff like that. I can do that. Okay. But you, what can but you like not do other like, than singing? What about like acting? Now I think I could do acting. I can do, I, I could act. The singing for some reason, I don't, I just, I don't know. I can't sing. I guess it's in the back of my head. Well, it's like, it's another, it's another skill set on top of the performance that I don't have. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can perform. I have the ability to get in front of people and perform, and I can be comfortable on a stage. I actually love being on stage. I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, alive when I'm on stage. Um, like, really, it's one of the things I really liked about fighting is a lot of people don't understand, like, the thrill of walking out and having, especially, like, at home, mm -hmm. when you, all your fans are there and having that pop on that walkout. 
or that pop on the finish, right? If you like choke somebody out or something, yeah. And like everybody goes crazy, and it's just like you when you raise your hands and everybody goes nuts, and you just feel like a god. Deafening in there, and yeah. you know it's for you. Like yeah. when uh, when I fought at the Trotter, like every time I fought at the Trotter, that place can get loud. Yeah, because it's not the biggest venue, but it's it's like you can get a lot of people in there that's like, that are like stacked mm-hmm. and the noise just kind of centers right there on the cage. And I swear that time I fought Zeb and that, that picture on the wall over here, um, it was so loud in here. I could, when I put my hand on the, on the chain link before the fight, when they announced my name, I could feel the chain link vibrate from the noise. Oh, yeah. It was like, like you could hear, you could feel that. It was almost like the floor was shaking. It was so loud. Yeah. I, I, I think I've told you this before. Like, cause when, uh, I was with Canyon cornering you, and I couldn't hear Canyon hollering at you. Sitting you were next right next to him. To him. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't hear him either. It was so loud. Like, I, was, I was like, man, he's sitting right next to me, and I can't hear him. It was so loud. So loud. Um, yeah, that place can get loud. Bro, we went to – my son had a football game today in West Point. Holy shit. <laughs> That's wild over there. That's a wild, folks. They barely lost. They lost in the four, last 30 Even seconds Even for Wee football, quarter. it was wild like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah, it was violent. Um, I nearly got in a fight, I thought. Because, so, they are playing dirty. They were playing dirty. Like. What age group is this? Five again? and six-year-olds. They had, there was this one time, they grabbed this kid by the face mask, threw him down, and started punching him, and the refs didn't call a flag on it. What? Now, eventually, the refs, I think, got mad at West Point. They started throwing a bunch of flags on West Point. And it was at home for them. We were playing in a cow pasture too. We're not playing at the at the high school stadium. Okay, I was thinking we're just, we're just playing at a park. It's it's was terrible. Like we just had to bring our own chairs, basically. Yeah. And um, then the coaches nearly getting a fight on the field. Uh, we had a dad. One of our parents, the kid that got thrown down and got hit, his dad went out on the field. Oh yeah, for sure. And was like, hold up now. And they were like, you got to go back. You got to go back. They're gonna call the game. You know, you're gonna get kicked out, get banned if you, you know, if you go out there. And, bro, it was wild, man. See, I came from, I thought up to this week, I was like, man, folks over here in Lowndes County don't get down over Pee Wee football like Lamar County does. Yeah, we do. Because <laughs> I, I grew up playing football in Lamar County at Vernon, and they take Pee Wee football pretty serious over there. Yeah. But I was like senior Pee Wee. It was like the, the 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And I can see how West Point does, too, because they take it pretty serious. They take like it serious over there, dog. They take it serious. But see, it used to not be like that when I was in high school. I, I guess they were just – I guess after I got out, they were just starting to come started up. started to get good. Yeah. Yeah, they take it serious over there, man. And our kids are good. And their team yeah. was good. You know, Knoxville County uh, beat us in overtime. Mm. And West Point – no, I'm sorry. We beat Knoxville County in overtime. We beat Knoxville County. We – I wasn't out there. My son's team. New Hope beat Knoxville County in overtime. Oh, well, that's we. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. But I wouldn't I, – I don't know. I don't like saying we if I wasn't out there. Um, and we beat them in overtime. Starville beat us by a little bit, just barely. And then West Point today beat us in the last 30 seconds of the game. But it was, it was wild, dog. And I've honestly, like, they, their coaches ran out on the field like they was finna fight. Oh, he is ready? And I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. we finna pop this thing off. We finna pop this thing off. It finna, it's finna get, it's finna get bucked. And here's the thing, okay. I ain't one of them goofy white boys from the movies. No. I'll get bucked. Oh, yeah. I'm wild. You know what I mean? Like, like, and here, I've calmed down a lot. Like, I had a guy try to fight me at a gas station. I think I told you about that. 
not that long ago. And I didn't do anything. I, yeah. I just made sure he didn't. I think you did tell me. About yeah, that. he didn't do anything crazy, but um, you did to over it up. Off, yeah, you nodded. Yeah, you did not a deli. It was this black guy in there going crazy on this old white man. Um, and I'm, I don't know if the old white man said something racist. I don't know what was said, which is why I was trying not to get involved. But I'm not gonna let you beat up a 70 year old white dude either. Right. Dude was in the 70s. I don't get. I don't care what he said. You can't just beat the shit out of him. Now you want to cuss him out. I was cool with that. Yeah. If he says something that was out of line and you want to cuss him out, hey, man, have at it, dog. I'm with you, 100%. But you want to put your hands on him, now we got another. Nah, we ain't going to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So we had a little issue, but, you know, nothing ever came of it. I don't know, man. I've been having a, I've been, I've had a rough couple of weeks, and so I'm kind of on edge, to be honest with you. Like you ready to throw down? I'm ready to throw down. I'm ready to fight somebody. It's like I can feel <laughs> it's, build, it's building this, up. This microphone. There we go. Um, yeah, this uh, it's built up to the point now where I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get booked. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go wild. Like I, I don't know. Like it's it's kind of hard to explain. Like it's been no, you can't because you can feel the pressure. Just, yeah, the just, pressure is built up to the point where now it's like I'm starting to get angry. Yeah, I'm starting to get mad. Like I'm starting like all right, I'm finna catch a break or I'm finna break something. Somebody's gonna cross you the Some, wrong way. Yeah, I'm at a point now where it's like all right, like it's been a. It's been a boil over. And I looked up online, and I didn't know this, but I am part of a, a hate group. What? And I didn't even know. Apparently, a lot of the things I talk about on here are um, alt-right extremist viewpoints. Like when we talk about red pill thinking and like being pro-masculinity and yeah. pro-traditional values, I had no idea that the left considered that uh, a hate group. Because I don't consider myself a Republican. Those and I found that out today. They obviously ain't listening to all the, the whole conversations you talk about. Now, well, they're not make... talking to me about me necessarily. It's just that viewpoint, that worldview. Because right, right now there's this counterculture that I'm sort of part of. Just, just I've kind of been thrown into, which is this red pill thinking, kind of what me and Mark talk about and me and you talk about and whatever, this red pill thinking pro-masculine worldview. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it with my dad today. And I went and looked, was looking it up so that I could send him, like, some stuff on it. And I just looked up red pill thinking. And it was just like, man, man, hold up. Let me, let me read, Dang. let me read the, let me read what comes up when you Google red pill thinking. Um, or just red pill. Hold on. Let's Google it. I'm going to read it. Red pill I think those people, they, they must Thank not you. be listening to your whole episodes because I think well, the, you do a pretty good job of explaining where you stand on the spectrum as far as. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's not, I don't think it's going to matter. And yeah. here's the thing, some of these other viewpoints that they're comparing me, that I'm being compared to, um, I may not 100% agree with, but anyway. Um, Swallow the red pill, a journey to the heart of modern misogyny. Um, misogynist. misogynist um, and male supremacy, red pill to black pill. Um, the alt-right has lost control of red pill. Misogynistic men online, how the red pill helped elect Trump. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Hmm. Because here's the thing about my viewpoint or about what I'm, what I'm preaching. I'm not telling anybody else how they have to live their life. Right. I'm telling you my worldview. Right. That's it. Yeah. If you're happy with your worldview and your life, that's cool. Just don't force it down my throat. Right. Yeah. I just don't I just don't want to be involved. 
So, like, if you're happy with, you know, if you're a transgender or cisgender or pansexual or if you're just a super beta male who's like a stay-at-home dad or whatever, and you're happy with that and you're happy with, with the world that you're in and, you know, you and your wife have a great relationship, bro, I'm not trying to change that. Right. I'm not trying to change anybody's world. I'm not. If you're happy with where you're, you are in life, the problem is there's a lot of men who aren't happy, mm-hmm. who don't like the world that they live in, who aren't hardwired for like this world. And I'm making content for them. Right. Yeah. That's it. I'm just trying to help people who aren't happy. Because how many dudes do you know? Let's be honest. How many truly happy men do you know? A few. A couple. Yeah. A couple. Very few. And most of yeah. the ones that we think are aren't. A lot of them. They just do a good job of hiding it. Yeah. And I've always heard that. You don't too. really know. Yeah. You yeah. don't really know what somebody's going through. They behind say everybody's like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm that way. Yeah. I have struggles. It's hard for me. I have I'll tell y'all tell you this about me. I have crippling imposter syndrome. Mm. Like really bad. So like and I view it as a blessing, really. I like the fact I have imposter syndrome because the thing about imposter syndrome is it makes me a super hard worker. Mm-hmm. I never feel prepared for anything I'm doing. I never feel like I'm ready. I've never, I ne- I've never felt like I was ready for a belt other than blue belt. When I got promoted in jujitsu, I've never felt like I was good enough to coach. I've never felt like I was good enough to, to do any of the thing, a lot of the things that I've done. And it's been in some parts of my life, it's been sort of crippling. Like it's been, yeah. it's been tough. And, but the thing about it is, I think a lot of men, they take what the world pushes on them, and I was guilty of this, and they sort of base their life around what society tells them to do. And now a lot of men are just, they hate their existence. They hate life. Yeah. They're working jobs they hate to buy shit they don't need. You know, we were watching Fight Club earlier, and essentially Fight Club is the message of red pill thinking. It's essentially the same thing. It was just sort of, put into a Hollywood script and they made like a kind of a cult, you know, like guerrilla warfare type group. And, you know, like they, they blew up the credit card companies or whatever, but you know, essentially it's the same thing. Cause you talk about, you know, you come to a generation where we don't have a great war. We don't have a great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, you know, a lot of the, that's why it's my favorite movie of all time because even when I was like, I think I watched that movie the first time. I was probably twelve or thirteen. It was already several years old. Um, I didn't watch it when it was in movie theaters. I watched it as like a young teenager, mm-hmm. and it came out in ninety nine, I believe, or ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand in that era. And um, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, damn. Like I wasn't even an adult yet, and I was already like, whatever everybody else is doing, that ain't for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I knew from a very young age that this was not for me. Like like going and working a nine to five and 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 selling my time to the man for the rest of my life is not for me, man. And yeah. it, if it is for you, that's cool. I'm not I'm not hating. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men get stuck in it. They get stuck. I mean, you know, yeah. oh yeah, I know. Kind of there. Yeah, we've been talking about a lot lately. You get <laughs> stuck because you. You get older yep. and you're told this is what you do. You you go to high school, you do the best you can, you go to college or you go into a trade, you you get a job that's got security, that has benefits, you do that until you're this age so you can retire, yada, 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 send, send your kids, they do the same thing, repeat the cycle over and over and over again. And 
from a young age, I was like, man, that sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, I I, I agree, and it's, it's taken me a long time. I've always thought that way, but it's taken me a long time to act on it. I think every I, guy thinks that way, but you just you yeah. think that's all there is. And lately, I've, like it's like we've been talking about, I've acted on it, and I'm like, man, because I I don't it ain't for me. It, right. It ain't for and me, then you dude. get to this age you're at now where you're like, all right, like, now, damn, I should have done. I'm this. pushing forty. Yeah. I'm not doing this for the rest of my life because yeah. we're we get one go. You know, we get one go. We 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 go around the sun so many times, and that's it. And then it's yep. over. We're over halfway there. You know, yep. or we're right at halfway there. But uh, you know, at least I've started pedaling on that bike because, like I said, I was just, where I was, I was just sitting there. You got to. You got. Was, you got I put, to. I, I guess I put the chain on the bike because I was just pedaling with no chain. Right. And I'm like, no. And the thing about it is, here's the way I see it. So I'm in talks about doing. I'm not going to talk about it too much just yet, but there's been something that's been on my mind and been on my heart for a long time because I love what I do here, but I've always felt like there was this other thing that I was supposed to be doing, and now I'm starting to like move in that direction, mm-hmm. which that's what this was set up for. So I'll go ahead and say it on here. My, my whole setup for this podcast, for my YouTube channel, is yes, I want to market my gym, but I'm, my intention is to launch a speaking career to talk about like masculinity and talk about, you know, getting off of the, getting out of the system, getting out mm-hmm. of the matrix, leaving kind of the societal norms that we're moving toward the more feminized male and the, and even not even just the modern feminized male, but also the, 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 the male identity of our father and grandfathers too, because mm-hmm. a lot of what I'm preaching against goes back beyond just the softness of this generation, but into the quiet surf sufferer, of the previous generations because it wasn't uncommon in previous generations for men to do things they hate because they had to. Yeah. There wasn't as much abundance as there is now. The abundance of today has opened up opportunities that didn't exist before. But I think there was enough back in previous years that we, that people could have done things. Um, but when, after the industrial revolution started, you had these people, cause before that, everybody was pretty much agriculture, especially mm-hmm. down here. Yeah. You owned your land, you worked your land, your children helped you work, your children worked alongside you, which I believe is the way that it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. I believe that a boy's job, a, a, the true place that a young boy should be is at work with dad from the time he's five, six years old. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that young boys should be raised by women in classrooms. I don't think that they should be raised by women at home. I believe that a boy should be out hunting and and getting the food with dad at a young age and a dad is supposed to be teaching a young man how to be a man and that's why we live in a generation today of a bunch of men who don't know how to be men because we were raised by women at the schoolhouse Mm -hmm. from 8 a.m to 3 p.m 8 a.m to 3 p.m we were being raised by women at the schoolhouse and then if we were lucky we went and played a sport that had a coach that helped Helped yeah. us along that, and then we had a, had a dad at home. But a lot of people don't have dads at home. So you right. got no dad at home. You got a mom raising you at home. If you do have a dad at home, he's at work till late. Yeah. And then you go to school all day, and you're raised by a woman at school, and you're you're taught feminine thinking. You're taught, right. you know, everybody sh- sh- is the same, and 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 don't do anything that hurts anybody's feelings, and don't say the truth, and don't, you know, it's very communal. It's almost like a socialistic type environment, because academia is a socialistic environment. Yeah. Everybody gets the same. Don't bring it to school <laughs> unless what? Everybody can have some, right? Oh, yeah, right. That's yeah. socialism. Yeah. That's teaching kids socialism. No, if you got a sucker, now everybody don't have to have a sucker. Yeah. No, nah, homie, <laughs> this is my sucker. This belongs to me. And you can say that's toxic thinking all you want to. It's the way the world works. And has always. It's always worked. And it will always work this way. 
Socialism, true socialism will never exist. It can't exist. True socialism can't exist because humans are evil. I agree. Because if we vote the government to be able to take our money, the government will just have our money. And then the people in power will just keep it. And they'll give us some. Just enough to survive. Just enough to keep us happy and docile so that we'll keep keep, keep the cog moving forward. Yeah, and then it won't keep, work because it'll corrupt itself. You know? Right, exactly. Because that's the way it works. Yeah. What we're seeing now is the long-term corruption of capitalism. The long-term corruption of capitalism is when corporations get so big that they can pull the strings in Washington. Mm-hmm. That's the corruption of capitalism. I'll admit that that's happening because yeah. every system of government will eventually be corrupted. Capitalist, socialist, communists, it doesn't matter. Every system of government will be corrupted eventually if on a long enough timeline. And that's what we're seeing in the American government today. We're seeing, um, and which we're not 100% capitalist either, but that's what we're seeing today. Yeah. But, but that's the reason I think that young boys are so feminized. And, you know, I was talking about, I was talking about this today with my dad. And, you know, I was, there was a certain church here in town that, um, my wife likes going to. I'm not going to call any names. I'm not going to talk, say the name of the church. But it's a church that she likes going to. And it is a, it is, it's a good church. I'm not saying it. The reason I, I don't like going there is because, to me, church is communal. It's not the, the service being good. It's important. But the community is what's important to me when I'm picking a church. I want to feel like these are my people. There's another church I like going to. that The service doesn't have the entertainment aspect that this other larger church does. But all the dudes at this larger church are a bunch of crunchy, man bun having, skinny <laughs> jean wearing, like 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 just not my type of dudes. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. not my people. And I'm not saying anything against those people. If they're happy in that, dude, no, hey bro, do you, man? Mm-hmm. Like that's all you. It's just not me. It's just not me. Yeah. I don't like it. I want to be around some, like, real men, some dudes, you know? Yeah. I want to be around the guys. Yeah. I don't want to be around dudes that I like, are you gay? Are you, like, like, what's going on? Like, I don't know what's going on with yeah. you. Like, I don't, like, I'd rather be around dudes that are just straight up gay. Because yeah. at least then I know, you know, at least then. And I'm not saying anything against gay people necessarily. I'm saying that I'd rather just know what you're you about. Just know, yeah, I just want to exactly. know what you're about. I want to know, I want to, I, I don't want to have to, like, guess like, oh, you're at church, but you're like, you kind of act like yeah. very feminine and you like, you like cross your leg. I, like, I'm sorry, y'all. And I know that there's like some masculine men and there used to be masculine men that cross their legs this way. There is no reason for a man to cross his legs like this. I can't. It, it is uncomfortable. <laughs> my, my balls are getting smashed between my thighs right now, bro. I can't do it. This is uncomfortable as hell. How do y'all do that? I don't I'll even try. understand. I try. My, my legs just won't do it. I, I hate it. Anyway. That's just my that's my two cents on it, man. So that's why I'm in a hate group, apparently. Well, like I say, that they obviously ain't listening to the whole. Uh, but then again, I'm not really basing this off what people people listening to the podcast. We don't get a lot of. Yeah, but I, honestly, I got to thinking about it. You know, I've been having a lot of trouble with my Facebook recently. I know, man. Even your second one. Uh huh. Yeah, they tried to shut it down, because for duplicate accounts, they shut down my first one, and they were like, "Oh no, you you might be a a, a, a duplicate." Man, I was wondering about that because I saw you'd got it back up and then um, it was gone. You was texting again. Has that messed your um, matchmaking up? Oh my god! Has it thrown it down the drain? Oh, it's been terrible, man. It's been terrible. I've even got a few people that I was like working with, mm-hmm. and I don't remember. I don't have their phone numbers. I remember you saying, and that. I don't even remember their names. Man. So I don't even know how to look them up. They were just in my messenger, and I was talking to them. So, oh I mean, man. 
Yeah, and, I, and and these people are like have matched fighters on my card, and they hadn't reached back out. Nope. And I've re- like some of them I've reached out to their fighters and whatnot, but man, it's it's, it's honestly it's crazy. It's it's been it's been wild. I almost feel like, I mean, I know why. Don't you wish you could get a hold of that person at your account. Oh, Stuff bruh. like that makes me so mad, Bruh. <laughs> dude. Like for what, dude? What? Why? I would I would be. Oh my gosh. It'd See, I mean, it's, it's caused it's called a just a whirlwind of crap. So much, so much crap. I so all right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about my last couple of weeks. I talked about it on the, on last week on here, but I woke up Monday morning. And I was like, I had like a bunch of stuff come out, and it was I was like six hundred dollars overdrawn on my personal account. I had this both, was before the Facebook thing. Yeah. Oh my. God. Same day, same the morning of. Both of my vehicles went down last week. So my truck isn't running right. It's barely on the road. I took my wife's van to Carl Hogan. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, I've been extremely unimpressed with Carl Hogan as an organization. Um, and I may be taking this back if they want to like sponsor a future event. But uh, <laughs> now I'm not saying my loyalty can't be bought. But anyway, I've been extremely unimpressed with them, honestly, because it's been all right. We bought the car in June. It's a brand new car. Well, it's not brand new. It's a used car. But And then I bought a warranty to go with it. Yeah. I paid $3,500 for a warranty. Okay. I bought the car in June. It's running, started running bad last week. So I've had the car three months. June, Dang. July. Yeah, August. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it toward the end of June. So three months. I had the car three months. It's already breaking down. Yeah, that's frustrating. I take it up there. My wife had left... A Dr. Pepper, or my daughter had left a Dr. Pepper in the console. And some little piss ants, little sugar ants, got into the, yeah, go check on that. Got into the Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was, some, there was some ants in the car. I'll admit there were ants in the car. Not that many. They call and they're like, your car is infested with ants, both in the car and under the hood. Okay, so I'm like, what? I'm thinking there's like an infestation of ants. Mm-hmm. I get in the car. I don't see that many of them. So I'm like, all right, they must be under the hood. I bring the car back here. I pop the hood. No ants. No ants at all. So I go and I go pick. I, I, I We like vacuum the car out. And I'm like, all right, let's be real. I'm going to be honest. For one thing, the sugar ants, and they're talking about the, the ants bit them. No, they didn't. The sugar ants. No, yeah, the, yeah. The piss ants. They don't. They don't bite. They can't bite you. If they do bite you, anyway, yeah. Right, they're too little. They don't. They ain't gonna hurt you. And they're like, well, I can't risk my guys going in an anaphylactic shot, getting covered by ants. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a poon, man. You're a pussy. My wife was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. If these dudes are th- that big of a pussy, you're supposed to be I a mechanic. I don't want them working on my <laughs> car. To be- How good of a mechanic can you be when you're that scared of ants? You're bro? supposed to be rough hand, right? <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing, man. We're living in a world Some where mechanics, soft hand mechanics are pussies. Dang, it's a little little piss ants. Right, it. little piss ants got these dudes scared, scared as a mug, man. man. So, so I go pick the car up. We vacuum the car out. We take it back. Then last week we dropped it off on Wednesday, I think, for them to look at it mm-hmm. again. They're supposed to have already figured out what's wrong with it. Now they got to wait for the warranty company to come out and inspect it. The warranty company comes out and inspect it and still has not gotten back with Carl Hogan on Friday. So now they got to keep the car over the weekend. Meanwhile, mm. I've only got one car that's barely running. Is this one right across the street here? Yeah, it's the one right down that's here. the same one I had issues with. Yeah. My Durango spent two and a half weeks there. Wow. 
for wow. a recalled item. Wow. That they that they didn't want to fix. Yeah. Yep. And the, man, the, it's a brand new car. Like, I, or I just bought this car from you. You should be trying to make this right to me, in my opinion. Like, in my opinion, you should be trying to make this right. But they're they don't they don't care. Mm-mm. Like they do they clearly do not care at all. They I'm gonna be up, honest with you. This will be the last vehicle I buy from from a Carl Hogan dealership. I will leave town to buy another car. That's how they Or did I'll me go too. see Mike McGill. I should have went to Mike McGill the first time. I should have went to West Point. I should have went to Mitchell or not Mitchell anymore, Parker McGill or whatever it is in West Point now. Mm-hmm. I should have went and seen Mike McGill. He's always done me right. He's always giving me a good deal. Um he I know he's honest. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've always had great experiences with Mike McGill. Yeah. And I've always said if I, you know, if I buy a vehicle, I always go to him, but I'll be honest, I found this one. It seemed like a good deal. I didn't feel like driving to West Point to look and see what they had. I yeah. need my wife needed a car pretty quickly. Her AC was out, the car was breaking down, yeah. whatever. So I just bought it. And I shouldn't have. I should have taken my time and and, and found something. I should have went to went to someone that I trusted. Or somebody yeah. not here in Columbus. Man, I hate that happen because like I said, that happened to me. And um man, my Durango spent two and a half weeks there and they still didn't fix it. So I ended up having to pay out of pocket. And they finally fixed it, and then I had to take that claim and submit it wow. like, out, outside. And wow. I got my money back after about a month. Wow! What was the? Do you remember what the? It was a faulty. Uh, was? It was a faulty um, alternator that was going bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I pulled up here to the gym one night, and my Durango wouldn't start. I was like, "Well, maybe my battery's dead." And uh, man, replaced the battery, replaced alternators, bought new. And the alternator on that thing is almost five hundred dollars. Mm. And so, um, but end up finding out that the, that model had a, um, alternators that were going bad and causing like uh, control module issues. And so I found all that, researched it and all that, and took it to them and told them that. And they was like, well, their their uh, explanation was, well, usually like 99% of the time when this happens, the car burns up or your car is inoperable. But I had that 1% where my car, if you put a new battery in it or jumped it off, it would still run. Yeah. So they're like, well, it obviously can't be the recall. And I was like... Right, but there was a recall. Yeah, so. but I mean, I mean, I'd research. There was a percentage of them that were happening that just a small percentage where you could still get it to run. So that, man, I had, I went. It, it took me about That's a what month. It was probably, yeah. wow. And the so. recall means they they cover it, right? It's not the warranty yeah. company anymore, right? Well, they, that's what I'm saying. They, I ended up having to submit it to um through Mopar and all that, and they wow. got it, and got it back. Wow. But it was the same place right across the street. Yeah, that's it, man. I I'm gonna be real. So that that all that happened last week too, and it's still it's still in the shop now. So that was. Over a week ago, um, and so now we're down to one vehicle. So at night, I got to wait Balin to come pick me up from the gym after I get done teaching. I noticed and, the other day when I came, the truck wasn't here. Yeah, and that's why it's uh, it's uh, it, it's our only mode of transportation. It's barely running. So, yeah, it's been it's been it's been something, man. I tell you, the the Facebook was the biggest thing because the. Worst part about losing my Facebook page was the memories on there, the pictures. I oh, had yeah. thousands of pictures, thousands of pictures that I didn't have anywhere else. My very first pictures on Facebook, I had football pictures when I played high school oh, football. Man. I had. I didn't um, even think about that. Yeah, I'm, I had like like some of Sawyer's first steps and like things that I don't have on my phone. They were on Facebook, and some of those are on Balin's page too, so we're, we can keep some of them. But. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, it was gut wrench. I, I don't understand people's purpose. I'm like, let me go hack this dude's Facebook well, he, account. They, they so. did it so they could hack my ad account. Is that so where the 600 run. came from? No, that's on a different account. I mean, you got hit with several different things. Yeah. God, so man. that account got hit by um, faulty ads from the people who hacked. That. What they did 
they put child porn on my page so that my personal page would get shut down so I'd have no access to my ad account. While they were doing that, they also got into my ad account and then gave themselves access to my ad account, got my, my account shut down at the same time. Now they were able to run ads from my ad account um, without me being able to contest it. Luckily, I had an ads, I had a, had a, have an ads manager like company, mm-hmm. Tribe does my ads, so they were able to stop some of it. So they didn't spend that much of my money. But they were just battling cutting the ads on and off. Like they cut them off, they'd go back and cut them on. And they couldn't take them out because they had admin access because they had my access, which is the owner of the pay of the yeah. of the ad account. Right. Oh, so man. so they, you know, it was it was it was wild. Um the memories were the, definitely the worst part though. So so how did so and then you created that other one and Facebook's not recognizing it as a new account? Yeah, so I had it up and they said that it was a duplicate account. And I had to send them my ID and I put in a new phone number. I put the gym phone number. And it's working from the last time I checked, but I think they're still reviewing it. So they Dang. could come back in a couple of days. And I'm going to be honest with you, if they shut my Facebook page down, I'll probably have to cancel the October fight. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if, if, it, if it, man. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't think it's going to come to that as long as I can keep my, my page up. But I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, he took a hard hit last week. Yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough one. And then this week hadn't been a bed of roses either because I, you know, I, most of this week I've been spending rebuilding that. Mm-hmm. And you know, they just. So how does that work when they get into your ad accounts? Do you get that? You don't get that money back. You just you're lost. Supposed to. Okay. But they're 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 looking into it. I can go possibly to the bank and get it. It wasn't that much money. I'm not that worried about the money. Because, like I said, the biggest thing I'm worried about is the memories and being able to continue yeah. and have my show. I also can't run ads for the new show because I'm having to set up a new ad account and yeah, business well, manager. I mean, if you have to cancel the show, I mean, then they've, they've robbed you of all that money, that province. So. All right. Those people are shitty people, dude. Yeah, real bad people. Real bad people. Mm. They're the worst kind of people, man. I, I think, honestly, if I could get, get them in a room, I'd be – I'd probably beat them Give them, them some knuckle sandwiches? Yeah, I'd, I'd – I'm real upset about it. Just give them a good old one, too. You know. Anyway, guys, uh, make sure to tune in on Wednesday. for We're now doing two episodes per week, so make sure to tune in, tune in on Wednesday for the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. I want to thank all of you guys for being here and, and the Man Up Nation for our, your continued support. Um, we're going to be going in even bigger, doing more episodes, doing more things. Um Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. Peace. Peace.